0: <laughs> <laughs> the fall guy only in theaters may 3rd rated pg-13 bad pass stolen by caruso trying to force it fast break lebron to the cup blocked by donovan off the glass out to Conley. Conley to the front court bounce to ingles lobs at the donovan but it's intercepted by the lakers but caruso drops it Gobert picks it up hands back to donovan and now he dunks it we can't do anything regularly tonight. It has to have a little misconduct somewhere along the way and a miss.
2: Hi, this is Willie Gobert, and this is your Jazz Game Rewind.
1: Hey there, Jazz fan. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind. Well, heading into the second game of the season down in Los Angeles, the Jazz were ready to take on the new look Lakers. The game did not go the Jazz way. The Lakers would end up winning 95-86. to 86, And I'll let David Locke better explain how this game went.
0: 45-43 in a game that has had 26 turnovers, 15 by the Jazz, 11 by the Lakers, 33 field goals, neither team shooting 40%. Neither team is shooting over 30% from three. Gobert gets it down low, loses it. Another turnover. Here comes Caruso. Caruso driving. Caught in the air. He almost traveled. Out to Bradley. Back to Green. Green hands to Caruso. Swings to Bradley. Bradley on the left side. Bounces to LeBron. Now the ball stops. Guarded by the much smaller Conley. Jazz run at him. Force a double. Out to Green. Green drives. Passes it out of bounds. Holy smokes. Jazz in the first half tonight scored 37 points. The Jazz only did that twice all of last year, both times in December on the same road trip.
1: The real difference in the game came in that third quarter. The Lakers were able to put up 31 points in that quarter alone, which really set them apart. Although the Jazz came back and had a decent fourth quarter, it was, again, one of those times when all the bench players were in. Donovan Mitchell will be your player of the night. He ended the game with 24 points. Even though this game was very slow, at times it grinded to a halt, uh, he was still proving that he can get to the basket and get those points for the Jazz.
0: High pick and roll, Ingles. Off Gobert. Stops at the elbow. Finds Donovan. Attacking. Underhand. Scooping. Scoring. Donovan. Mitchell. Mm -hmm.
1: Mike Conley did not have such a great night for a second game in a row to start his Jazz tenure. He would finish the game 3 of 11. And if you do some quick math, that means on the season, he is 4 for 27 here is David Locke and Ron Boone on their postcast which can be found on utahjazz.com slash locked on jazz and he, they're gonna break down exactly what might be going on with Mike Conley and why it is they think Conley has gotten off to this slow start
0: no one knows their role and looks lost mm. I agree and I I've talked about this on my on the locked on jazz podcast coming into this you're asking everyone to take a brand new role. This is crazy different for Mike Conley than what he used to. Three of 11 night, where frankly, he was actually one of eight through three quarters when the game was still in doubt and then Quinn ran a bunch of plays to get him going what causing caused no one has suspected a 2 of 24 start for Mike. The bigger one tonight was the turnovers the 4 turnovers. He looks so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going on with Mike?
2: Well hopefully he's not losing his confidence uh, and, and he got off to a terrible start and I think he's starting to press a little bit. I mean the hype was definitely there. Conley's going to the Jazz. The Jazz is going to be this and they're going to be doing that and, and going to make them a much better basketball team. He struggles the first basketball game. Now that puts pressure on him and believe me David when you're not down shots, take for someone who knows that when you're not knocking down shots and you continue to miss them over and over and over and there's a lot going through your head as how to make sure that the next shot goes in. Your mechanics change. You start thinking about mechanics. You start thinking about your follow through. Am I going straight up or straight down? I mean, it's just all those things go through your head and it's like missing a three-foot putt that you should have made.
0: How different is it for him, the fact that he brought the ball, his rhythm was based on him bringing the ball up on every possession and he's not doing that anymore?
2: Well, when he's the initiator of of the offense, that that could be something he's going through right now. I thought he would welcome that to the point where he didn't have to, where he could play the off guard sometime if Donovan's getting them into the offense, that type of thing, if they could play off of each other. But maybe he is struggling with that. That would be something we'd have to talk to him about.
1: Now, that being said, there were some positive notes to this game, one of which is your stat of the night, which is the fact that the Jazz went 20 of 21 from the free throw line. Donovan Mitchell, your player of the game, would go 10 of 10. Conley, who we were just talking about, would actually be 6 of 6 from the free throw line. Niang would go 4 of 4. The only miss was a Rudy and one where he missed that extra free throw. Let's hope that the Jazz can continue this great shooting from their charity stripe. It can really benefit them in close games throughout the year. Last year, the Jazz were actually winless in games decided by one point. If they can continue this good free throw shooting, that might be a different story this year. Now, if you're wanting to hear the rest of that postcast that we listened into a little bit ago, or if you want to read David Locke's game notes, Empty in the Noggin, again, that link is utahjazz.com slash lockedonjazz. Now, the Jazz are back here tomorrow night as they take on the Sacramento Kings. Don't forget to get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and I hope to see you tomorrow night.